0: Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. Hey, Christina, uh, what's the topic for today?
1: Well, today we have three questions, and they all are about what to do during this COVID-19 Quarantine mm. says I am a restaurant owner. We're receiving a larger volume of calls due to to go orders, but I have a smaller staff right now. How can I ensure all calling customers are happy?
0: Mm. Um. Short answer. You're not because <laughs> you're not going to make everybody happy, but I'll tell you something that might be able to help you. Um. First of all, you want to reduce the caller anxiety. And one great way to do that, I suggest is, uh, an on hold message. Hmm. What on hold messages do is they reduce caller anxiety. If you don't know what an on hold message is, I know you probably heard one. So I might be, you know, being redundant. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody, but it's a six minute audio loop that has a message and music along with it that plays on your phone system. So, Especially in this time, you want to reassure them that you're you're getting back to them and that your call is important, but you want to provide some helpful information, especially mm-hmm. right now. You want to give them information while they're on hold so you can get you can let them know say um, what your protocol is for drive up to the second parking slot if mm-hmm. you want to place it to go order or something like that, uh, since a lot of people are doing curbside pickup right. or whatever. So tell them what the protocol for that is. Tell them what your new hours are right now during during shelter-in-place, things like that. Tell them if you've got specific menu items that you're not serving, or if you've got specific special items that are quick um, that you have an abundance of to suggest. So your on-hold message is a great place to do that. Another thing you might want to consider, since uh, a lot of restaurants and stuff – are laying off staff or furloughing staff during this particular time. Take some of the personnel that you would consider non-essential right now and put a dedicated person on the phone, taking orders.
1: That's a good idea. And
0: putting people on hold and, and manning the phones and just have that strictly be one person's job um it could be a hostess that you might have had to mm-hmm. to send home during all this the uh, hostess would be a great op- option for that um so i think that's uh that might help you go a long way with reaching those phone customers and helping as much as possible to alleviate some of that uh frustration during all this
1: our next question says what can i do for free free to help my social media right now kind of got some time at home
0: well right now if you've got the time
1: Mm
0: -hmm. now's the time to be posting content because your audience is on the phone on a device on their computer Mm -hmm. consuming content and why couldn't it be yours (laughs) Should be yours. So now's the time to be posting to get in front of your ideal customers, clients, patients, friends, just to either generate goodwill or to try to promote, to pre sell some stuff or to actually make sales. I mean, the marketplace is still open online. Mm-hmm. We not, might not be able to go physically reach people and get in touch with them right now, but the online marketplace is alive and well and a lot more than a lot of people realize.
1: That's true.
0: So you need to think about ways that you can use your social media to reach your target market right now. And I've got some other live videos that I post on our Clayton C. Butler Facebook page that addresses that and we'll address it more here. I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, be posting right now. Um They said, what else, what can they do for free right now? You're my social media guru, so.
1: Well, it's interesting that this quarantine time, shelter in place, came at the same season that we associate with spring cleaning. Ah. And I'm a big proponent of social media spring cleaning. So if you perhaps were to start with like your Facebook page, I always start with the profile picture and the cover photo. And make sure that they are updated, that they are the right size, that they are current, that they look good. There's a lot of Googling that you can do to make sure that you have a good photo that's you know bright and it represents what you want it to represent. I would go through my cover photo and profile photos and look and see. Sometimes in the album, um, if you upload a photo and it's the wrong size, and then you fix it and you upload A second photo but then you forgot to go back and delete that first photo it just (laughs) kind of looks cluttered um sometimes people do click on that profile picture and then they click through to see like your history of pictures and you don't want them to see things that show like how you moved the sizing of that (laughs) photo around it just doesn't look very intentional so you're just kind of cleaning those things up Um, What's interesting with Facebook is that when you do start a page for your business, not all of those business pages are the same. They have different templates. So, for example, you can have one for your company or your organization, and it is more for, like, a broader organization. Um, Like the American Cancer Society would have that type of page template on Facebook. But if you have a business that has an actual address you have actual hours that you are open and you're trying to kind of drive traffic to that one place like a actual location then you would want to make sure that you're using that template Mm -hmm. that template also allows for um, customers to leave reviews so a big question is always how do i respond to negative reviews or what do i do with inappropriate comments that are left on my page so this would be a good time to go through those reviews Thank the people who have left good reviews and then address those reviews that are not so nice. Um, if somebody, our policy here is kind of to address all of the reviews or all of the comments unless something is completely inappropriate, like, and not business related. We right. would, we would only remove a comment if it was inappropriate. Laced so, with
0: profanity and just
1: right. Or it's boner. just not business related. Um, it's not really done by a real person. So you want to go through and make sure all those type things are cleaned out. It's also the time that you can, you know, look at your Twitter and your Pinterest, your Instagram, look at your profile pictures there, kind of clean up. Sometimes you want to go through and look at who you're following Mm. or who has followed you or who you're subscribed to, Um, different things like that. This is really the time for that. And if you don't have maybe a Twitter or an Instagram or a Pinterest, you want to do some Googling there and see if my target audience is on one of those platforms, this might be the time to start opening those social media accounts.
0: That's true. And it's not just social media that you need to think about, too. It's uh, sites like Google My Business. Mm. If you're not on Google My Business and you have a business, you need to get on it. It's very similar in look and functionality to a Facebook business page, a little more stripped down, but it's where people are going to land first when they search for you.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So if you see if you've seen businesses off to the, the right hand side when you search for a particular business and it's on a map and it pops up over here, Google My Business has a place for pictures, posts just like uh, Facebook does. Oh wow! Video. Um, it has a place where you can make offers and uh, specials or, or whatever and redeem those those offers. Places for reviews places for your menu, photos, all kinds of stuff. So if you're not on Google My Business, it's free. Just get a Google account and put your business on Google My Business. And if you need any help with that, we'll be glad to help walk you through it. So sites like Google My Business and Yelp, sites like that, where people are looking for your type thing Mm Uh, you need to set those up and you need to maximize them and optimize them so right. that you stand out over everybody else. Because when people are searching and they're going to, to YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, when they're going to <laughs> to Google places to eat, right? you're going to pop up there if you're a restaurant. And if you've got your hours, if you've got pictures of food, if you've got reviews, if you've got video, if you've got offers and coupons... You might stand a chance of of having a leg up over your other competition, but if you don't have that, somebody might completely overlook you and just keep right on going.
1: And you've mentioned before that the Google My Business, having that set up is almost more of a priority before a full-blown website.
0: Right. They're going to find your Google My Business before they find your website, most likely. Um, Because a lot of websites right now, unless you're good at SEO or you've got somebody that you've hired to Mm -hmm. help you rank high on Google, um, it's going to show up below the Google My Business. And plus, when you search for restaurants in your area.
1: That's the information that shows up. That's the
0: first information that's going to show up is what's already in Google. What's already in Google My Business.
1: I think both of, I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, no, you didn't.
1: I think both of those, you mentioned um, Google My Business and Yelp, they also have reviews that you could be responding to during this time.
0: Mm -hmm. So I think those are are good, solid things to do right now. It's like giving your
1: social media a spit shine. That was a good question.
0: Yeah.
1: Things we can do for free. Sometimes it's hard to think about marketing and advertising Mm -hmm. anything. It has a budget attached to it. But there are things. Those tips could go a long way right now. Yeah. All right, one more question right now about um, what to do during this quarantine. This one says, it comes from a salon owner. Mm. As a salon owner, what can businesses like myself do during this time where we are closed down? Mm. They mentioned hair salon, nail salon, massage therapy, etc.
0: Mm. Yeah, y'all are hit hard right now.
1: That was very unexpected for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you guys have really really been hit hard and... and uh Commend you for weathering it through this, mm-hmm. and I hope your business does pick back up and, yes. and can you can keep right on going. But I know it's got to be tough financially for for that particular industry right now.
1: Mm-hmm. So what can they do during this time?
0: Um, that is a hard question. Um, I think the first thing they should do is they should really take stock of who their customers are. That's always going to be the first thing I say is, is who mm-hmm. are your customers? What else do those customers need? That's related to your, your industry. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's time to, to push outside of the closed box that you, that we often as business owners find ourselves in. Well, this is what I do. So maybe you could think about you have if you have product if you sell hair care products, skin care products, and stuff in your salons. Right now, you might want to consider e-commerce. Ah, uh-huh. so you can still be making a little bit of income on e-commerce because you can put those out there. You can create a Shopify store for very cheap. You can put those products on Shopify. Put them on eBay and make an eBay store. Um which is all but free. They take a little bit of a percentage off of your sale, but they also, you know, charge you like a small nominal fee to post, but it's like, it's so cheap. It's negligible. Mm -hmm. So think about what you, what you sell in your salon or in your business that you can sell as a retail, um, online e-commerce product, uh, gift certificates, when when this blows over and the they open <laughs>
1: and we run out of our homes <laughs> and they open
0: the floodgates again, everybody's gonna need a haircut. You know, people are gonna wanna have their nails done. Mm-hmm. People are been cooped up, they might need that massage. So the when the floodgates open, that's a ripe time for your business. But what are you gonna do in the meantime? Right sell some gift certificates or gift cards for your business, whether, you know, somebody can sell it as a gift, give it as a gift or you can pre-sell the appointment. So you can, you can sell them that gift certificate and give them priority uh, booking when everything opens back up and you know, when you're Mm -hmm. able to book again. Um, So that's a great way to, uh, to pre-sell and fill up already right? because you're still going to get probably enough walk-ins and enough call-ins that when the floodgates do open again, you're going to have an influx of hopefully an influx of cash again. But in the meantime, selling those gift certificates or whatever, or gift cards might get you over the hump, might Mm -hmm. help you out a little bit if you pre-sell those. Um, You can also, um, this is an interesting idea that I saw someone else doing, uh, and I thought that was absolutely genius. (laughs) I saw, um, a lady that had a new salon in our area that, um, I mean, no joke. She opened the week Uh that, that this thing happened the week of the shutdown that that Monday she opened and by that Friday they closed everything down terrible. and you can no longer go and get your hair cut. So,
1: so she's really had to think outside of the box. I'm
0: sure she was reeling, but she came up with a really, really clever idea
1: mm-hmm.
0: to do in-home consultations through Zoom or through uh, Google Hangouts or FaceTime or whatever. To help you cut your family's hair.
1: (laughs) I love this idea.
0: It's a brilliant idea. And you could take it one step further. You could either do it for free for goodwill. Um, I would suggest making videos, making a few videos for free if you've got a willing in-home participant (laughs) to let you cut uh, like maybe a a child's hair or your husband's hair or how to do your own hair. I would create those videos as goodwill videos for your marketplace and keep posting those out there and talking about those. But I would sell the consultations to sit down one-on-one for an hour block to help you cut your family's hair. And I'll walk you through that step-by-step and I'll, I'll tell you what to do. I just thought it was a genius mm-hmm. thing. So
1: And then if I mess it up or if you mess it up, I'll fix it when we open. <laughs>
0: exactly. If you mess it up, there's no risk. You can't go out anyway. So we'll fix it for you for free when, you know, we'll we'll clean it up for you yeah. for free when this is over. So I thought it was a, a pretty genius idea that she came up with that. But taking it one step further and selling those blocks of time, that's a that's a mm-hmm. way that you can make um Make some income doing this.
1: Everybody else is on a Zoom meeting, so it's another way that.
0: <laughs> and when you get into to, to beauty and and things like that, your your customers are like your clients. They're like they're under your wing in in a sense. Like it's it's different from a commodity where, like, yeah, I like shopping at, at Walmart. But if Costco has something for cheaper, I might go there. Like that's a commodity type thing. But when you get into the beauty space, mm-hmm. nails, hair, massage, you got your person that you go to and come hell or high water, you're right. going to that person unless something really awful. Yeah. Happens. That's my person. So that's my hair person. That's my nail person. That's my massage therapist. So you have that advantage because the people that go to you are still going to want to interact with you and are still going to want to help you if you help them. There's that that whole reciprocity thing, I mm-hmm. think, is a good, good way to look at that there. So um, give that a shot. Uh, try that in your business and whatever business you've got. Think about what you can do in that business that your customers need that you can help them with that might not be your um, core product but you might be able to help them in a different way. Uh, so keep that in mind. And if we can help you think outside of the box on anything, I mean, give us a call. one 3 butler That's 1-833-3-BUTLER. And we'll work with you and see if we can help you and we'll give you some ideas and we'll go from there. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler Podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to ButlerHelpMe.com. The Butler Productions podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.